Well, happy, happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. We're Series 13, Episode Number 21. Hey, if you missed last week, you missed a portion of your life. (laughs) I mean, we have a new perspective on forgiveness and uh, forgiving our debts as we forgive those who uh, have uh, our debts against us and our trespasses against those who trespass against us and I mean, just the way Coach Mel just really broke that thing down, it was amazing. If you missed it, go back and grab that series. Series 13, episode number 20. Forgiveness. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have their debts against us. I always say it wrong. But I'm telling you, go back and check it out, guys. The perspective was just amazing. Um, and also giving a big shout out to Principio Coffee, all things Principio. And uh, the new flavors that's coming down the pipeline for the springtime. Yes. I'm loving it. You know, one coffee I like, too, is the lavender latte. Yes. That has been, that was a that was very popular through the winter. Yes. There's something just warming about the, the aroma mm-hmm. of the lavender. And, of course, the, the folks who are, are local here in the Birmingham area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are able to come by and and participate in some of Liz's creations wonderful uh yes and all the flavorings that she uses are all they're all natural nothing artificial we made that decision along with principio coffee and tea uh years ago Mm -hmm. that uh we want nothing artificial in our life and we want nothing artificial in our bodies i love it and so it's uh it it's the uh the real lavender lavender buds that she makes a simple syrup out of it is so good. It's it's just like a, it's not overpowering. So yes. I like that about uh, coffee. And I, I used to always say I'm not really a coffee person, but since I've been drinking Principio, I'm probably a little more of a coffee person now than I used to be. Well, you know, maybe um, you're still not a coffee person, but you're becoming a Principio woman. Oh, I like the way that sounds. I see a T-shirt in my future. <laughs> I am a Principio <laughs> <Right>. woman. <laughs> I see it. I see it. I need to get with April and see what she can do about getting one of those shirts. For me. I bet she could do that. Principio woman. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. See if she's listening. Yeah, I think she is. We'll work on that for us. We want to make sure that Cherry gets one too. The first lady of Principio. Yes, and uh, make sure she gets that T-shirt and Liz and all the rest of us. Christy, we need that shirt. Yes, yes. Yeah, we need that shirt. We really do. Work work on that for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, episode 21, and, you know, 20 was so good. I mean, it was good. Yes, it was double good. Double. Oh, <laughs> man, it was good. So we are here with 21, and, and, and it's just really going through the Lord's Prayer, as most of us know it, the Disciples' Prayer. And uh, we're in that next chapter, or that next uh, scripture uh, that talks about... Um, Leading us not into temptation, yes, but deliver us from evil. Yes, mm. that is. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I tell good. you what. Apart from apart from revelation, mm. this concept just leads to confusion. Mm. Wow, which is part of the whole process that that we're asking to be delivered from. There, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, lead us not into temptation. We've, we've asked, uh, many people have asked the question, well, why do we have to ask God to not lead us into temptation? You know, does he lead people into temptation? 
And, uh, well, I would have to say uh, categorically, yes, because in uh, Matthew chapter 4, just a couple of chapters prior to this disciples' prayer incident here, it says that the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Mm. Wow. We need to, we, in order to... Uh, in order to properly understand God, we need to understand the concepts. And whenever we say that, uh, why would we need to ask God to not lead us into temptation? Well, uh, because we don't understand temptation. We usually think of temptation as being uh, uh, just a, a draw to, towards evil or to do evil. But the other side of that temptation coin is that every temptation is an opportunity to do what's right. And so that's why we need to put those two concepts together. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So that, uh, and you know, we could say that uh, while we're not addressing uh, specifically the enemy there, but uh, we are being reminded that, uh, that there, there is an evil one out there that we need deliverance from and that that uh, that deliverance comes through the victorious response to temptation and so here again it's uh it's it's an interesting way that uh that the words and the context and uh the syntax as we would call it uh from the original language as to what that would mean again we talked about how whenever we had the request earlier on, uh, may your kingdom come, may your will be done, so forth, that it was like uh, it was an invitational command, an invitational imperative, much like someone knocks on the door and we go and we say, come in. Now, that's a command, but it's an invitational type command. Mm -hmm. And so here, whenever we're saying uh, to the Lord, lead us not into temptation, that's a, a plea from me to be mindful that uh, that I need to understand that there is an evil out there. And so I am asking God that I not be led into temptation. And so I, I think that maybe a, a better way to translate that would be this, Lord, may I not be led into temptation. Yes. So, uh, but so there's a, uh, there's a fine line of understanding there because... Uh, Jesus was led into temptation, but I do. We need to remember, and I need to remind us of this: that Jesus was led into temptation, but He was victorious. And so, as we live through Him and from Him, <laughs> as He lives in and through us, He was the example there. That even though He was led into temptation, uh, that uh, He was victorious. And so, again, seeing seeing these two parts as as one as one concept. May we not be led into temptation, but may we be delivered from the evil one. You know, I was looking at um, some other different versions of this. Okay. You know, um, sometimes the Message Bible may have uh, lead us not into some other type of term. Uh, I'm looking at the contemporary version. It's temptation. The... Uh, King James' tempta- temptation. So I'm going to look and see 
if there are some other terms out there, let me pull up the Message Bible and see what it has there, if there's another term for um, temptation. Because I've never thought of it as looking at it as a different term. You know, a lot of times, Coach, we're taught, we are, our beliefs um, are based on what we're taught. And we don't go any further than what has been shared with us and not really dig into the the scriptures ourselves. And um, I find it to be interesting that having that being lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, but deliver us from evil. So do you think that people, a lot of people feel like, well, you know, God put this on me or, or he put this on me that I have to deal with it. I don't think all cases are like that. I think sometimes we open up our own doors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, yes, we do. Yes, every every door of temptation has a knob on it, mm-hmm. and we do not have to turn that knob. And part of being uh, delivered from evil, and and we'll uh, we'll get to that as we uh, again talk about this as a as a whole concept. But uh, that part there lead us not into temptation. May we not be led into temptation. Uh, also, it's. Uh, that word could be translated tribulation. Mm. May we not uh, become a part of tribulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way that we don't become part of tribulation is we accept deliverance from evil. So that as we obey the second part of that, deliver us from evil, then the first part of that is answered. So we are, in effect, putting ourselves in position to not be a participant of tribulation. Mm. You know, I, I'm looking at synonyms now. Okay. You got me as a word person now, okay. too. Okay. So I'm looking at enticement. Okay. Lead us not into enticement or to be enticed. Uh, another one is allurement. Yes. Or bait. B-A-I-T. Bait. Or lure. Kind of like a lure on a fishing hook. I probably yes. shouldn't say it like that for all of my fishermen and fisher ladies out there. But um, you know, bait and lure yes. uh, are are some others that are um, out, that are out there. And I guess when I look at bait and lure, that kind of registers a little bit more than temptation uh, because there's you know there's a lot of things out there that look kind of shiny and flashy and flashy. Yes, make you want to take part of it. Right. You yes. know, the, the analogy, uh, the grass is never greener. It, it appears to be greener than what it is on the other side. Yes. And, uh, and that's I love Armour, Armour Bombeck. Do you remember Armour Bombeck? She was Mm-mm. back from uh, a couple of generations ago. Okay. A, uh, a housewife that uh, that her friends just started telling her, hey, you're, you're too funny to keep all this to yourself. So she ended up writing some books. Okay. Armour Bombeck. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can look her up. I need to grab some But the name books. of one of her books was... The grass is always greener, but only over the septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get her book. <laughs> yes, I need to get that one. I, I can tell already. Uh, and so that, that's kind of what temptation is. Temptation is, is a greener grass that's over the septic tank. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, uh, here again, let's just follow the, the flow of, of the Lord's teaching here. And the ways that these may be translated. Like whenever we say, uh, thy kingdom come. 
It's translated in many places of may your kingdom come. So it's an invitation of the kingdom. May your kingdom come. May your will be done. So when we get to this, may I not be led into temptation. It's a desire of the heart. Of the heart, Lord, I, I, I don't want to be led. May I not be led into temptation. And so this whole idea of does God lead us into temptation? Well, the Spirit led Jesus into temptation, a time of proving. So God does lead us into opportunities to prove ourselves. Remember we talked about probation last time, that we're always on probation. So let's just get, get this concept. All of life is a test. It's all a test. That's good. Everything that comes along is a test. Again, I am on, uh, I'm on constant probation. I'm always having an opportunity to prove myself and to, and to show everyone that I am true to my confession as a Christ follower. So whenever we get to this part, may we not be led into temptation. Let's don't stop there. Go right on into that next concept with the, but may we be delivered from evil. Yes. So there's a, always probation. There's always an opportunity for uh, God may bring me to the door of testing, but he's not going to open the door and shove me through it. Mm-hmm. And so when people say that, uh, that God's not going to, God's not going to tempt you. Well, no, he's not, but he's going to give you a chance to prove yourself. And this idea of temptation is always, always has with it uh, that a, a tempter is one who is trying to lure you into evil. And in that sense, God tempts no one. That's right. That's but right. he does give me an opportunity to choose him and to choose righteousness. Mm-hmm. Is there some clarity on, on yeah. that? Yeah. And I'm glad you made that clear because some people kind of think differently. So I'm glad that you put some clarity on that. That, that was really good. Yeah, lead us really not good. into temptation. Mm-hmm. To be tempted is not, is not going into temptation. To be tempted is to be at the door. To go into it is to open and walk through it. Mm-hmm. And may we not be led there. In other words, uh, there's some things that we can learn to stay out of the, the world of of temptation. That's right. And, and especially and, in, in, in fulfilling that temptation. Yeah. And, and like, you know, putting a, a, a guard on your ear gate, you know, being yeah. mindful of the things that you're hearing, putting a guard on your eye gate, um, putting a, uh, if you know that certain things will cause you to, will lead you mm-hmm. into temptation, then, you know, guard it. You know, don't look at this. Don't go to that site. Don't, you know, watch this or that or, or your ear gate. Don't listen to this. If you are prone to be depressed, don't listen to negative Nancy's and negative Ned's, you know, turn your ear off to that. Yes. And so that's another form of, of temptation is just leading you down a path of, of lack of faith and fear and depression. And if you're listening to negative people and negative things. Yes. And so that is another form of temptation. Sometimes we put temptation in a box and we think that that's all that temptation looks like, but no. You know, if you are, I, I went through this thing, Coach, um, and I've never been, even been a, a, a shopper per se. I'm not a shopper. I shop like my dad, you know, used to do. I go into the store. I know exactly what I'm going to get. I go. I get it. I leave. I don't look and say, oh, look at this. I'm no, not that girl. So just a very, um, you know, very focused uh, type person, but you know, sometimes when we put ourselves in a space that uh, allows us to be um, 
kind of carried away, you know, to and fro, just not really being rooted in God's word, anything can throw us off. I mean, anything can distract us from what we really need to be focused on doing. And that's just really being, um, you know, focused. If we're focused on Christ, then all of these other things can't throw us off. But if it, if we are easily thrown off, that's that path of, of temptation. That's that path of, you know, kind of like counting birds and squirrels. You know, anything <laughs> can just, you know, I can be talking to you and, oh, wow, look at that squirrel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just can't be those people. Yes. And, um, and, and that, that's the importance of, of this concept here in, yes. in the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things that I'd like to point out here that I, I feel may help us is that uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That right there puts it in the context that that's not temptation as we think of temptation sometimes. This is temptation in, in, uh, in giving into it. Wow. Again, we're led into. Lord, may I not be led into mm-hmm. temptation. Led into by whom? By the evil one. Right, so it's it, it's not a request uh, that God would not lead us into temptation. It's a request that we would not be led into temptation by the evil one. Yes. The interesting thing about it, Clarissa, is that in the scriptures, good and evil are always personified. Mm. They always refer to a person. There, in the scripture, there is nothing that's just a principle of good that exists and then a principle of evil that exists. Wow. It's always a person. Mm-hmm. Evil is not a thing. Evil is a person, <laughs> and that evil person is our arch enemy, the devil, Satan himself. And here, the way this is stated, uh, may I not be led into temptation? May I not uh, be led by the evil one? The request there, deliver us from evil. May we be delivered from evil. That that the way that's written there literally means the evil one. Mm-hmm. So there is a uh, there's a victor and there is a victim. And every temptation gives me the opportunity to declare which one I am. And I want to be able to declare victory. And in order to do that, I need to keep in mind that we have an enemy. No one has ever been a victor without understanding and identifying his enemy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> And, and Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 that we're not ignorant of the enemies devices. of the evil one's devices yes. or his schemes. Mm-hmm. Okay, God has a plan. Satan has a plan. Everything that God has, Satan has as a counterfeit. Yeah, I know that to be true. <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. And, and Satan's plan is for me to be drawn into temptation. That's right. Lured into it. Yes. And so how do I, uh, and that luring into temptation is always uh, uh, an allurement away from God's plan. Mm -hmm. Satan's plan is to turn me not looking at what, at God's plan. Mm -hmm. So first understand that there is an evil one and that evil one has plans. Mm -hmm. And the more I can understand his plan, the more opportunity I have to be a victor against his plans. You know, I keep thinking about football. Yeah. Offense and defense. Yes. Knowing, knowing what, you're, uh, what you're up against. Yeah, if you're offense and you're going to, to score a touchdown, then you have to get through all of those, <laughs> you know, those plays that the defense is set up for. Yes. And you, and you, have, to, you have to 
really outsmart them. I mean, uh, yeah, the goal is for you not to win. The goal is for you not to get a touchdown. Yes, that's the defensive goal. Yes, that's the idea. And so, uh, you know, who is the winner the one that scores the most or is the winner the one that keeps you, the other team, from scoring more? <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it, do, it does take both. And that's why, that's why in, on this side of eternity, we can't, we're not on a neutral field. There's always an offense and a defense. Come on, coach. That's going on. Yeah, let's coach this thing. Let's coach. Right? And to understand that that I am that I am going for that mark, as Paul said, I'm, I reach for that mark, the prize of the high calling of God. I'm going for the end zone, and and there, I need to be able to read that defense in order to to be uh, victorious. And so I, I have three concepts here that I would like to suggest yes. that are uh, that are schemes of the enemy. And then also along with that, uh, ideas to help us uh, use knowledge and understanding and wisdom in order to overcome. Mm-hmm. So after this session, I'm trusting that we will all have the tools that we need to defeat the enemy on yes. his own field. Yes, because we have the home team <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> the earth is the Lord's and all of its fullness. Yes is his, and we are his, mm-hmm. and we do not belong to the enemy. We refuse to let the enemy come to our home playing field and win. Yeah, and whip us to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let that happen. Absolutely. Okay, so deliver us from the, the schemes of the evil one. So what are the schemes of the evil one? Okay, we're going to begin with the one that was addressed in the first part of this verse. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying that one of the schemes of the evil one is a scheme of temptation. A temptation is is uh, is giving uh, me an opportunity to prove the enemy right. Mm. Mm. Giving me an opportunity to go back on who I really am. That's good. Giving me an opportunity to uh, put into practice something that God has said I am not. Mm-hmm. So, a temptation, and and uh, if it's if it isn't something that uh, that is alluring to me, then it's not a temptation. Mm-hmm. Now there's some right. there's right. some things. That's why that's why some people may be able to be in certain surroundings and not be tempted, whereas others would be there. So <laughs> that that's why we can't judge one another. Right. It's like how could that person be in that situation and not sin? Well, that's the reason I say that is because I couldn't be in that situation right. without sinning. That's right. That's right. Or without opening the door for sin. And, and so that's why we can't judge, and so that's going to come a little later here, so let's just hang on. But, but temptation, uh, you know, the, uh, the solution, the scheme is temptation, mm-hmm. right? The solution to that scheme is a holy lifestyle. Now, I want to talk about this for a moment because uh, holiness is not, is not just a, a list of, of do's and don'ts mm-hmm. uh, it, so that I would be more acceptable to God. A holy lifestyle does not uh, make me more acceptable to God. A holy lifestyle makes me less accessible to the enemy. Mm. Oh, let's repeat that. Okay. Yeah. A holy lifestyle does not make me more acceptable to God. Mm. It simply makes me less accessible mm. to the enemy. So there are certain things that, that, uh, that if, <laughs> if I don't do them, uh, it's not going to improve my standing with God. 
So I'm, I'm not, there are certain things that I know that I can't do and that I shouldn't do. And that does, uh, that does not make God love me more, mm-hmm. but it, it makes me less accessible to the enemy. Mm-hmm. So if, if there are places and that I know that I shouldn't go, if there are certain websites that I shouldn't go to, uh, and I know like so many, uh, I mean, the enemies out there, uh, and every, every bit of technology or advancement in civilization or culture that God gives us, the enemy comes along and figures out a way to use it for, right. for evil. That's right. right. That's the whole schemes. That's the temptation. Mm-hmm. And the devil can't create anything, but he can attempt to counterfeit everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, every th- – th- this is a, was a powerful concept for me, Clarissa – Every need that I have has a God-honoring way to be met. That's good. So if, if, I, if I'm feeling a need or a draw to something that, that is a temptation and it's wrong and it's evil, that's just speaking to a need that's within me. And so I need to understand that the full understanding of temptation is that it is simply a reminder that I have a need within me but it has a God-honoring way to be met. <laughs> Can we think about that for a moment? We might have to hit rewind a time or two here. Uh, we, are, we were created with needs, not so that we would always be needy, but so that we would understand our Creator's supply in meeting those needs. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, so when, when a temptation comes, something that helps here, again, to be, uh, to be a victor, not a victim of temptation, whatever, whatever's drawing me away, I like to, to think this. Okay, Lord, what, what is that need within me that you can meet in a God-honoring way that, this, that the enemy's trying to tell me can, can be met this way? Because that need can't really be met it can only be uh, emphasized. Okay, so the enemy just emphasizes this need that I have. He never satisfies mm. that need. Wow. <laughs> wow. But God, on the other hand, every, every, every temptation, every desire that I have has a God-honoring way to be met. And if I understand that, that, that just takes the, the, the wind out of the sail of temptation. Yes, yes. and it minimizes it. Yes, that, that's exactly it, it, right. It minimizes it. Yes. <sighs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. It just kind of, yeah, th- that right there sucks all the air out of the devil's room. It does, and it, get, and it, it puts back hope. Yes. For those where the enemy has taken that need and created it to be so big that it appears to be insurmountable. Yes. And you know what? The, the, en- the enemy cannot create mountains bigger, but he can attempt to make me see myself as smaller. Right. So it's not how big the mountain is. It's how it's the size I see that I am. Mm. And as the old saying goes, uh, that uh, the greatest temptation of the world is no hill for a stepper. 
So we just grow longer legs and just move right over it. Because on the other side of that, there is a God-honoring way for that need to be met. And I can see that we're going to need to get into these other parts here on another time. Listen, Coach, I think you need to take your time with this. (laughs) (laughs) This simply cannot be rushed. It simply cannot be rushed. I think it was a good way to put a pin in this thing that God wants to to meet our our needs in a God honoring way. That yes. that we can we, we can really just pass the offering bucket right here. <laughs> <laughs> and the enemy wants us to feel like that our needs can be met in ways that don't honor God. But yes. again, they're never satisfied. They're only emphasized. That's right. And we don't have to compromise. No. So go forth in strength and go forth in victory because every temptation you have is just letting you know how needy we are for God's honoring ways within our life. Well, put a pin in it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to see you back here next week with part two.